0: So John 1, 5 is kind of my verse for this event that we're doing, the Secret Church. Um, it says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And I love that because um, the light is talking about the truth about Jesus and darkness is talking about, you know, bad things. and. Um, the opposition, the enemy that tries to overcome the light. Um, and so even when the light is surrounded by darkness, the darkness can't overcome it because light outshines the darkness every single time. Um, and so even when, you know, we're going to talk about the persecuted church, but even when hard times are facing us, it's not going to overcome the love that Jesus has for us um, and the fact that we have Jesus inside of us. So um, we're just, I just wanted to explain that for y- to y'all um, so I'm just gonna talk to y'all because this is a chill setting and it's we're just gonna talk like we're um, hanging out and so tonight um, it's called secret church because we're talking about persecuted church obviously um, and it's a little dark and it's a little hot but um, a lot of people around the world um, have to meet in places like this every single week where they have to meet out in the middle of the woods um, because they can't talk about Jesus openly. Um, And so I think it's just really cool to be in an atmosphere um, that's different than normal youth because it kind of changes the way we respond. Um, And so although we're talking about the persecuted church and we're going to pray for the persecuted church at the end, I kind of want to talk to y'all about the reason why um, Christians who are persecuted continue to live out their faith um, because that's been kind of one thing that I've been um, thinking about a lot lately is, you know, if I was in a situation where I was going to be, um, you know, abused or put in prison for my faith, would I be willing to still be a follower of Jesus? Um, and I think right off the bat, I would say yes, but, um, deep down in my heart, I don't know if I really would be because that's hard. Um, and so, um, we're just going to talk about why they do it. Um, and the first Re- the main, the primary reason why um, they endure persecution is to reach other lost people. Um, and it, I've been reading this book, and it strikes me because um, you would think that persecuted people would keep their faith to themselves, that they would, you know, be careful to read their Bible um, and that they would pray really quiet. But um, these persecuted Christians around the world, um, in Russia, in China, they don't do that. They live out their faith and that's the reason they're persecuted um I found a quote and it says persecution stops immediately where there is no faith and where there is no witness so if you're not telling other people about Jesus you're not going to get persecuted um but that's not the attitude that this um persecuted church around the world has um and so I'm going to challenge y'all tonight um because I've been challenging myself with these same things um so don't feel like I'm preaching at you I'm right where y'all are um but, so, the first thing about persecution is that they live out their faith. They tell others about Jesus. They aren't quiet about it. And I think that's something that we can learn because we have the freedom to tell people about Jesus, and yet we keep it to ourselves. We hide it. Even though we have nothing, nothing to fear, you know, in, in regard to being imprisoned, um, like at our schools, um, how often do we tell people about Jesus? Um, and we completely have the freedom to do so. Um, so... Um, if you look at um, Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, 19, um, Jesus leaves his disciples with a command. And I'm pretty sure we've all heard it. Um, but it says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So that is our charge. That's what we've been given to do. Um, and then if you look at the reason that Jesus came um, in Luke nineteen ten, he says, I have come to seek and, the sa- and to save the lost. And so, if Jesus had a heart for the lost, we should have a heart for the lost, too. Um, And I think one of the big things that the Lord has been just speaking to my heart um, is that the grace that the Lord has shown me and the forgiveness that He has shown me is not for myself. We're not called to keep it to ourselves and to, you know, hog the joy, I guess. We're called to share it with other people. And I just think, you know, what a blessing to be born into a culture and a family um, where I've always known the Lord, but like a lot of people haven't had that opportunity and it's our job to go tell them. Um, And so if you keep your faith to yourself, what good does it do? It just, I mean, it does nothing. We're called to share it and we're called to seek the lost um, and to live lives outside of our comfort zone. Um, So that's, that's the first thing that I want to Just point out, Um, and then the second thing is, how do we have a heart for the lost? Um, How do we get to the point where we say, "Wow, that person doesn't know Jesus. I want to share it with them." And um, it just comes down to a personal encounter with Jesus. And when you understand what Jesus has done for you, it makes you want to share Jesus with other people. And um, until you come to that point where you just you realize how broken you are and how you need you are for a savior, you're never going to have a heart. For sharing Jesus with other people, um, and so there's this this book I've been reading, and the author's name is Nick, and um, so he goes and he visits all of these persecuted churches around the world, um, and he interviews them, and he says, "How do you live out your faith under persecution?" Um, and so one of his um, one of the things that he discovered was this quote, and this is how um, they are able to live it out, and it says. They have determined in their hearts that they will not keep Jesus to themselves. Having found faith in Christ, they have such a passion for Jesus that they must share the good news of his sacrificial love and forgiveness with their families, their friends, their neighbors, no matter the cost. And so, as I read that quote today, I just sat in my room and I was like, I want to have that passion. I want to be so passionate about Jesus that I have to share the good news um, because other people deserve to hear it. And like I said, I'm tired of living a selfish life that keeps it to myself. I want to um, understand what Jesus has done for me, and not only for me, but what He has done for other people, and that they deserve to hear um, about His love too. Um, and so, that's the majority of my talk, but um, one of the things I wrote was that, Jesus, um, just a prayer at the bottom, it says, Jesus, call us out of our comfort zones for the sake of reaching um, the people that you love. And so... I love that this is like as we're going back to school because you're gonna be sitting in classes with um, you know kids that have never heard about Jesus and you're gonna um, feel the little tug of the Holy Spirit telling you to you know reach out to them to speak to them and um, I just encourage you to to do it to you know as embarrassing as it may seem just to step out of your comfort zone because the Lord works and He wants to reach your friends and he wants to empower you to reach your friends um, and so one of the other quotes that Nick Ripkin says is he was talking to this guy from Russia that had been imprisoned for his faith so many times and it was just a normal thing like he was completely like used to saying oh I've been to jail for my faith which is so foreign to us um, and it said his quote is don't ever give up in freedom what we would have never have given up in persecution so my challenge to you is if, you, if you're if you sitting in this room and you're thinking, oh, I could be cursed, persecuted for Christ, like, I wouldn't deny Him, um, then why are you denying Him and the freedom that you have here? Why are you not reaching out to your friends? And I'm not preaching at you because this is for me too, and I'm convicted of this as well. But um, if, you just, if you're sitting in this room and you're like, I would not deny Christ if I was put in prison for Him, then why do we deny him whenever he tells us to reach out to the person sitting next to us in class? Why do we not speak up whenever we see someone hurting or someone um, in a hopeless situation? Why do we not offer them um, the faith that we have? And so, don't ever give up in freedom what we would never have given up in persecution. So, um, it says, I wrote down, Jesus came to earth and lived a life of discomfort. Um, of persecution and of hardship so that we could have life in him um and then John 1 16 says for from his fullness we have received grace upon grace so if Jesus was willing to give up everything for us um we should be more than willing to give up everything for him um so yeah it just that's the challenge I have for y'all is to walk with him daily and don't ever give up in freedom. What we never would have given up in persecution, um, and I just that just keeps coming back. So, for me too. But um, so right now we're gonna we have a few more songs to sing, and I love these last two songs because they they challenge you. Um, one of them is it says you make me brave and it's about the Lord giving us the strength to do the things that he's called us to do um and then the other one is um just about being willing to go wherever he calls us and so I don't know what he's calling you to do I don't know who he's calling you to reach as you go back um to finish your summer and head off to school but just live boldly for him and don't keep your don't keep the grace to yourself share it with your friends because it's the most fulfilling thing um and so we're just gonna we're just gonna enter into worship again and we're gonna pray and then at the end we're all gonna pray for persecuted church and for each other um together and so if you feel the need to pray with someone if you feel the need to i don't know just lift your hands let's just worship him and really ask the lord to reveal stuff to your heart as we enter into prayer in these next few minutes